Well, Bond can't help a golden doodle like who likes to jump on people. Is there a good and bad way to do it? So, um, bon uh, bonkers don't work on golden doodles. The That's the only breed that they don't work on. And we're trying to figure out what changes we need to make to the bonker to make it more effective on golden doodles. So I think, um, so Daylene, I've got a yes, you can. Absolutely. That was a joke, FYI. I think you're new, Daylene. If you don't understand Jeff's sense oh, of humor. That was a joke. You can bonk the golden yes. doodles. Yes. Um, breed doesn't matter. I just, I just, when people mention breed, it's like, I'm a pet dog trainer. A lot of these breeds don't matter. The only thing I care about sometimes is the weight of the dog. It's like how about what's what's the weight of the dog? That's all I really care about sometimes. Um, um, but the breed, I'm never concerned about the breed of the dog. What you could do though is I'd rather you watch the video on how to stop a dog from jumping, and that's done with leash and prong. But you absolutely can do it with leash and bonker. Sometimes, if it's a full-grown golden doodle, they can get up pretty high, and it's a little bit hard to bark. So sometimes, sometimes somebody can help you with that, but you absolutely can do it. But the way to bark properly is you always say no first. No is your marker word. Markers are important. Yes, deliver your reward. No, deliver your your punisher. And then what I want you to do is you would deploy the bonker at the dog next. Hey, we're live. How's everybody going? How's everybody doing? Stopping by to give thanks. Continuing education for dog owners and trainers is mandatory and grateful. Awesome. Dogs just stop doing bad shit. It's incredible. And then you get to start training your dog. Yeah! <laughs> we're, in, we're in Nashville, Tennessee. How's everybody doing? How are you doing, Joel? I'm great. Good, good. Beautiful down here in Nashville. We walked around downtown Nashville today. We went to this great vegan restaurant, which was a vegan Reuben, which was really, really good. Got a vegan burger, which was really, really nice. Burger was good. And um, it was all great. It was all great. A lot of how, you know, things are open close here. It's a little bit interesting. But anyway, this is the What Would Jeff Do show. And my name is Jeff Gelman, and this is Joelle. And um, we do a Q&A &A show. You type in your question. Joelle reads it. I answer it. And um, when you look at all the questions, just to pick up the cadence of the, of the show, you'll see that a lot of people want us to, to fix things. And um, you'll then also right now we're doing our seminar. We're on tour doing our seminar, which is um, Jeff Gelman's seminar series. And again, it's a Jeff Gelman problem solving seminar. So a lot of people go there to um, get help with their dogs with major behavioral problems, mm -hmm. like huge amounts of aggression, you know, huge amounts of um, leash reactivity. You know, there's a lot of a lot of different things that that you know they come there with, and. Um, it's like yeah bring him bring him bring him in bring him in we'll yeah. work with them and then we've got the training center which we do um mostly boarding trains and for those dogs they go through major rehab like from start to finish mm -hmm. and well we also deal with dogs without major behavioral problems like we which every dog is trained with obedience but these dogs obviously can get trained with just obedience and there's not a lot of behavior mod but behavior modification is our big thing mm -hmm. you know stopping unwanted behaviors is our big thing and i think that that most dogs you know get turned into shelters because they have bad behavior that couldn't be stopped. Yeah, not because yeah. they aren't good at obedience. Exactly, exactly. So let's just jump right in. We have an hour show, and it started an hour later today. We're an hour behind, and we just could not line up the line up the time. So we decided to start an hour later. But we well, used to, what time is it here? It's seven. Right? Seven, but so it's eight o'clock on the East Coast. But we used to stop. We used to do an eight o'clock show. We did an eight to nine thirty show yeah. for the longest time. So jump right on in. What do we got? Kathy B. Hey J and J, Melissa and everyone. Hey Kathy B. How are you? 
Brianna currently doing a board and train with a three-year-old pit bull who screeches at any level of stim correction mm -hmm. to be caught without changing his behavior, even when maxed. Tips hurt you all. So it could be the tips. Also, um, maybe what I would do is I would I would start by doing um, some leash work first. So teach your commands with leash work. So do all your leash and prong work, and then and then after that. Um, you'll move to the remote collar. So your dog just might not understand what it, what to do, what, what to do, or it could be, and we've seen many of these, just a really vocal dog. And it's like, not like it's, it's in pain. It's just like, it's just a vocal dog. Anything, any, the slightest little thing, it just, just makes noise. Yes. Um, Next. Melissa said good evening all. Hey Melissa, how are you? Helga, hey, hey, hey. Hey Helga, what's up? Um, Melissa said welcome yeah, to we started Yeah, we, we started streaming on Twitch tonight. So hello yeah. everyone from Twitch. Jory, hey, J&J. &J. Hey, how are you? Yesenia, hey, J&J. &J. Hey, how are you? Everybody listening to our podcast, um, thanks for jumping into the podcast. We're on a lot of different podcast platforms. I really, really appreciate everybody. iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes, um, all the different Google, SoundCloud, all the different Google platforms. And if you're watching the replay, thanks for joining and watching the replay. Next. Ciao. Good evening. Oh, hey, how are you? Solid. <laughs> Melissa. Um, she posted the link to Jeff Gelman seminar. Yeah, click on that and you'll see the, the rest of the 2020 seminar series. And then we've started putting the 2021 dates in, but the 2121 dates are not even close to even being complete. Yeah. Well, they'll be probably, um, we should do 25 to 26 a year. There might only be 20 in um, 2021. You know, things are a little bit different right now in yeah. the world. So as far as travel is concerned, next. Emily lost so much socialization training with our puppies since the lockdown. He was doing great at 10 months when we went into quarantine, mm. but now he's gotten a little shifty. GSD now 16 months, trying to get creative with how to expose him to people. Any tips? I'll yeah, say. so this is the thing. It probably would have happened with or without COVID. Mm. It just would have happened with or without COVID. It's like, it's like, oh, look at that cute little German Shepherd puppy. And then all of a sudden the German Shepherd starts barking like a German Shepherd. And you're like, oh, you're a German Shepherd. And the German Shepherd's like, I am a German Shepherd. <laughs> and hear me roar. And yeah. you move out of my way. So. I think the best thing to do is just have your dog around as many people as possible around, not necessarily interacting, expose your dog to lots of stuff. Next. Helga got my first training appointment, counter surfer, jumping spaniel suggestion. Yeah, I've got a, I've got an exact way, a, a textbook exact way on how to stop this. But Helga, you should know this stuff if you're taking money, just to let you know. So you might want to do a business consult. So what you're going to do is, Remote collar on the dog, set the dog up, leave the room, look through a window, set it up with a nanny cam, have the remote collar on the highest setting, let the dog jump up onto the counter, hold the button down for a minimum of three seconds, if not longer. Even if the dog jumps off in 0.5 seconds, still hold the button down. It should be extremely uncomfortable. Yes, I'm using pain to train. Take that clip, make a video, spread it on the internet. All right, I'm using pain to train. Because I want that dog to think that jumping on the counter is the worst thing in the world. That's how you stop it on once a behavior. You can teach 100 alternative behaviors, and that has nothing to do with counter surfing. Mm -hmm. Zero to do with it. But if a dog knows jumping on counters is bad, now your dog knows 100 new commands and not to jump on counters. Right. Next. Um, Chris says, hello, Joelle and Jeff. Hey, Chris. Hey, Chris. Irene, hi everyone. Hey Irene, how are you? Kristen, Madison, Wisconsin. Is in the house. 
Eileen, do you think it's too late to socialize a five-year-old shepherd that has dog aggression? Well, this is the thing. I don't know you. I don't know the dog. I don't know your skill sets. I don't know the dog's aggression level. So I think it's um, there's a point where it's unethical to just let your dog interact with other dogs. But what I would do is we 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 rehab those dogs. It involves a muzzle. It involves intense rehab. And also, you need to know everything about the dogs that you're socializing the dog with. So, no, I don't think you should take your dog to a dog park and let it loose. Of, of course, that's like an extreme. But Or you should let your dog meet other dogs on leash because that's bad even with the best dogs. But there's absolutely a way we, we take dogs that are dog aggressive and we end up with them in the socialization yard. So, you know, it's not too late. But you have to really know what you're doing. And I don't know. What you, I don't know if you know what you're doing. It's not a diss at you. It, there's not many people that do that type of work. Next. Um, Ashley, hi Jeff and Joelle. We adopted a five-month-old puppy. How long do you think she should be in the kennel during the day? Um, well, overnight, and when you're not home. Next. Riley, thanks for still making it work for tonight. Do you always stim with the command out, or do you eventually fade out the stim once it's learned and just correct for non-compliance? If so, how many reps with stim? Using it both for out of your mouth and get away from me. So I train it different ways. I've got free videos on both ways that I train. So moving away, dropping, moving away from the food bowl and backing away, mentally and physically outing, as well as moving away from someone else. I have two different ways that I train it, and I demonstrate that in both of my um, both of those videos. And I use the collar in different ways, both in for, for each one of those commands. The goal is of remote collar training is to get off prompting. That's the goal. Just because the remote collar is on the dog, that doesn't mean you're using it. The goal is for a dog to be underneath voice control. That's the goal. So the goal is that right now, if a dog came up to us right now and be like, oh, pet me, but we're doing a show, Joelle would say out. Um, actually, she probably would say, get out of here, you little fucker. But she would say out and the dog will go away. Equipment free. You know, we're playing chuck it. I say out, dog switch the ball out. So how many reps does it take? Who asked that question? Riley, you tell me. You tell me. I'm going to throw it right back in your lap. You tell me how many reps did it take you to do it? And I think it's important that, and I don't say that to be a dick. I'm naturally just a dick according to a lot of people. I don't need to like do that. You have to try. So, uh, well, you have to second it. Okay. Thank you very much. Um, I can need as many votes in my corner. Where's my corner man? You were like owning up to it. What am I saying? Well, I was sort of joking. You're actually really nice. You, you had a very, very, had a, you had a very serious tone to that. You know, it's quite bothersome. So what I want you to do is I want people to just try. Try to do stuff. Mm-hmm. How did you look? Like we've, we're starting a brand new video company, video editing company for small businesses, not just dog trainers. And Joelle, like... <laughs> Didn't know how to. I didn't know how to do anything. She's not do anything, and now she's like, I watch her edit videos, and I'm like, holy shit! Like, it's like boom, 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 boom. There you go. Like, how'd you just do that? But I assure you, it used to take her say 45 minutes to edit a one minute video. Now it takes her like one minute to edit a one minute video. Next. Um, Kristen, how is my bonking not working? Am I not executing clearly? So I don't know what you're trying to stop. It's, 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 it's bonking is designed to stop unwanted behaviors. So I don't know if your timing is good. I don't know if you're using the no marker and I don't know how you're the timing of your deployment. All those things come into, come into a factor and it's usually bad timing. 
and not enough force. Next. Kayla, hi, how can I teach my dog to heal on the opposite side? We'll use different command word, but she always tries to slink back to the side she knows. Right, so when I used to train, when I used to like do all kinds of training, I did foos on the left and block on the right. And what how I trained it was, I had the dog go behind me. So I'd have the dog go behind me. So foos was on the left, then I would take the leash, put it behind my back, bring the dog over, block, and the dog would go on my right. And then all of a sudden the dog started doing it automatically after a ton of reps, a ton of reps, hundreds and hundreds of reps. I said, one of the big things that we, that we often forget is how many reps go into the work. Yeah. Next. Um, you could also try doing it against the wall first. They can't really move. Oh, oh, to try to go back into position. You mean? Right. Thank you. Um, Erica. Hi, I just found out about you guys. Have two puppies and your videos have been so great. Ever considered adding a seminar in Salt Lake City? Um, if you find me a location, sure. And, and this is the thing, there's dogs everywhere. Like every city needs a Jeff Gellman seminar. And that's not an ego statement, it means there's bad behaved dogs everywhere. Sure. But the point is, is that work out logistically for me? What time of year am I doing it? Because I'm not interested in doing it when things are cold. And also, can I fill it up? because this is how I make a living. So we've got so much free content out there. You're watching some of it now. And, but I do need to get paid and I get, and I make my living through seminars. So I also have to make them a profit center for me. And to like come to Nashville, we're staying in an Airbnb. Um, we went grocery shopping. Um, we had to fly here, rent, we, a car. rent a car. So there's expenses. And then I've got to pay Joelle. Um, um, you know, you know, for her, for her time. Um, so there's, there's expenses and then there's the video editing afterwards. So we get out more free content and I pay for that. So, you know, I'm, I'm more than happy to, to, to look into Salt Lake city next. Ashley, she's fearful of a lot of things, but we've been working with her bonker stopped her from eating her poop and barking at the neighbors outside. Awesome. 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 It's good to hear that it's working. Helga said I do. Awesome. Good job. Helga. Helga, I'm proud of you. Don't get me wrong. Megan bought tickets to work with my dog at the Toronto show. So sad it's not happening. Well, that's, we got to talk to, you know, that's a, <laughs> that's a government issue. Yeah. That's a government issue, but we're going to do one there in 2021. Hopefully. Um, I did make a joke to someone like, well, I'll see you in Toronto. And I'm like, yeah, in 2025 it was Cass. Cass. It's Cass actually one of our interns who's killing it in Toronto. She is killing um, um, but it's just like, they keep, they keep extending it next. Leslie, my 22-month-old high-energy love bug Rottweiler does not like it when people leave. If I put her in her crate, all is fine. But if they leave while we are visiting outside, COVID social distancing, she gets rowdy and jumpy and even nippy. Thoughts? Yeah, correct it. So this is the thing. Well, you know, um, if you want to get more of something, you reward it. The lack of a reward by so meaning ignoring it is actually rewarding it. The, the way you stop an unwanted behavior is to apply a punisher, apply a correction, apply an intolerable consequence. We can name any word for it you want, but it sure as heck is not a reward, and it looks nothing like a reward. You use a marker system, such as no, and then correct, and um, that's how you do it. And you can, but what you're doing, you're talking about arousal. A bonker is great for arousal. No, bonk. That's great for arousal. Then you give your dog an obedience command. Next. 
from Alessandra. Hi, suggestions for working with dogs with severe separation anxiety. Tons, tons. I mean, we've got videos on separation anxiety on our YouTube channel that are free. Um, we deal with separation anxiety on a daily basis. Um, and I don't know what you're trying to do with the dog though, because while you're working with a dog, it should be having separation anxiety. As far as fixing separation anxiety at night, remote collar and nanny cam. Those are your magic things. And obviously you're creating the dog next. Mandy, my dog keeps humping our female. Any tips? Both are fixed. Yeah, it's got nothing to do. It's not a, it's, it's not a sexual act sometimes. It's an it's a arousal act. Sure, remote collar, correct the dog for, 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 mount, for mounting. If you want to use a stockyard whip, just go to Tractor Supply or any tack shop, get a stockyard whip with an eight inch drop. And when one dog goes to mount the other dog, slowly walk up to it and give it a double tap right on the butt. They demount next. Um, Digit, pray drive, working on cats, our friends, not dinner. So what I would do is with pray drive, um, it was spelled P-R-A-Y, so I was a little bit confused. I'm like, you can, you can ask God to stop your, keep stop your cat it. alive. Oh, my cat lives another day. You know, please God, keep my cat alive another day. So what I would do and what we do is we usually I like to just put the dog into um, avoidance. So again, correction based, remote collar stim, high. A lot of people say try to create a, a positive association with the cat by feeding it its food. The dog has a positive association with chasing and killing the cat. True that. Okay, so the, the dog already has an association with the cat that's positive. It's chasing the cat down, which is really lots of fun, capturing the cat, and then eating the cat. All fun stuff for your dog, because why? They're dogs. So what do you do? You make the act of chasing a cat uncomfortable. How do you do that? A remote collar. Next. Eileen, so thank you. You're welcome. Erica, also, what do you do for dogs that never want to stop licking people? I start started after bonking for chewing on people. Is this just the way it is for puppies? Well, you can bonk for licking, too. Again, the question is, how do I stop unwanted behavior? So this is what I like to really, really boil things down for. And remember, if you told me, how do I train a dog to lick something? Because, say, in trick training or you're training a dog for um, commercials or, or, or movies or TV, you probably do want at some point the dog to send the dog over to somebody and lick their face mm -hmm. uh, on command, on cue. Right. I mean, you want that to be a cue. That's all done with food and clicker. That's all done with a reward-based system. But to stop it, it's done with a correction. Next. Um, Erica, I already read that. Jo Joni, hey y'all. Hey, Joni. Amber, teaching a five-month-old puppy to loose leash walk does fine until I try to walk puppy with the other dog, then starts pulling and forging ahead. Too early to prong collar. Keep working on walking alone for now. Five months? No, you're three months. Uh, well, you're two and a half months. Well, no, two months. I'm sorry. You could have started at 14 to 16 weeks. So, no. Go. Go crazy. Give yourself a prong collar. Make your life easier. So, oh, I uh, got it. Oh. Um, Eric, stand where is the spatial pressure video? YouTube, sorry, it's, it's been asked. Eric, it's been asked a hundred times, buddy. Okay. Whatever. Eric, I'll send it to you personally, okay? How about that? Eric, in our Instagram feed, 
three days ago. It's in there in our Facebook. It's on feed. IGTV, actually. It'll IGTV, be easier to find. IGTV, but also it's in Facebook, and probably Melissa will put it up on YouTube pretty soon. But you can watch it like right now after you're done flipping me off. You know, on you know behind the camera, um, you'll be doing that next. Lori, where are you located? Right now, right now we're in we're in Nashville, Tennessee. Tennessee, Providence, Rhode Island. But I personally tour the world. But now, not even I can't even see North America. No, just the U.S. I just tour the U. I just tour the U.S. Just the continental. It's two the U.S. Yeah, yeah. Um, the noble dogs. Why press down on the dogs, but for the auto? What? Why press down on the dogs, but for the auto, auto sit, sit yeah. initially instead of lowering learning with food and then once the dog understands it using I don't know what you're trying to say Grant I can't everything's typed so so noble there's so so Grant there's many ways you can train sit and down both on luring and with remote right they won't take food so we have to use all leash pressure so the system we have which is not just our system many people train like this it's because it works it's effective that's why we take the dog through the steps of, you know, a lot of dogs will not take food. They won't take a food lure. They won't, but you have to learn your basic commands. So you have to use leash pressure, use leash pressure. And then once you've accomplished leash pressure, then you can pair remote pressure with that. Some dogs won't even yield though to the slightest bit of pressure up. So you yeah. have to do the two fingers so on the butt. Two fingers on the butt. Yeah, that's all it is. At the very beginning of obedience, we give the dog as much guidance and education as possible. Next. Kristen, going back to spatial recognition, do I do the pivot sharp and walk back quick or feel them out and do big steps? Try both, but watch the video. The best advice I can always give clients, because that's what everyone struggles with at the mm -hmm. go-home session, yep. is to make yourself wider. Mm -hmm. So your legs are going to be far apart. You're kind of going to like... <laughs> it's like this motion. Right. So you don't listen to <laughs> people could just see me right now, like who are listening to the podcast. Make yourself a wall. Right. So just remember that dogs will try to scoop. They try to go around you. Right. Now the only problem with opening up your legs, other than you went against your mother's advice, is the dog could also then try to hide so behind the mother's legs. That's why keep the leash out in front of you. Exactly. So that I can't put yeah. through your legs. Which is another good point. Some people don't realize you're supposed to have a leash on the dog. Right, the dog right. Runs away. It's like it's like I tried that. I tried that spatial pressure move, and the dog ran away. It's like no, hold on to the leash, hold on to the leash. And it's no different yeah. than someone saying, you know, like you know, I did this. You know, I cry. I went to skin the dog at a low level for something. It freaked out and, and it hit underneath the bed. I'm like, so it, so it's like it yanked the leash out of your hand. Oh, it's supposed to be on a leash, of course. So we keep dogs on leashes during training for a very long period of time. Joni, I have a pit bull with fear-based aggression and leash reactive with some dogs. My dog won't react, especially if they're girl dogs. It seems that it's most reactive with males. How do I handle okay. that? Okay, uh, what I want you to do is this. I want you to get rid of the word fear-based. Just scroll back up so I can read this again. I'm sorry. Yeah. I want you to get rid of the word fear-based, okay? Because we don't know if it's fear-based or not. And even if it was, it doesn't matter because the rehab's going to be the same. So you've got a pit bull with aggression and leash reactive. So aggression is a very serious word in my book. It means the dog is intending to harm um, someone and does harm. It doesn't just like, look like it's going to harm, but it's it does harm them, okay? Um, as far as you're not caring about female dogs, but only male dogs, what you're going to do 
is you're going to stop the leech reactivity. You're going to set it up and you're going to try to get another male dog. Okay. So you're trying to get a, a, another dog. And what you want to do is have that dog walk by. I demonstrate this in all my seminars. And pennies are great for this because they get critical forehead. And as soon as your dog starts loading, like, or changing its breathing cadence, changing its body position, changing anything, no bark. That's why we bark. That's why it looks like I'm barking dogs that are doing nothing, quote unquote, wrong. But it's like, no, 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 no. You missed the leash. <coughs> the leash activity part. The leash activity part. Just choking on the podcast. Good. This podcast is just so fucking big that I'm choking on it. Yeah. I mean, it's big. All right. What is wrong with you? Lori, are you on Central Plant tonight? Yes. Yes. Thanks. Nashville. We're on Nashville. Nashville. Tonight. Same as Chicago. Yes. Um, Melissa was so kind to post the spatial pressure video so for Eric, Eric, you get the v- VIP. My whole team is treating you like a VIP, and I'm telling you to do more work. Eric's a nice guy. I think he's a nice guy. I introduced all of you to him. I think he's a nice guy, he too. He deserves the link, damn it. Eric, if, if Eric lived close to me, we'd hang out. I'd want to hang out with him, you know? And I don't I don't think your wife would think I'm a bad influence. So I think I, I think that would work. I think that would work. Next. Um, Daylene, will bonking help a dog that jumps? Um, it, you can absolutely stop a dog that jumps with bonking, but Daylene, on my youtube channel which you're on now go to my channel and in the search box of my channel and i always specify that because people are searching like the general youtube and you have like all kinds of nonsense that comes up but do literally type in how to stop jumping next um lori hi my favorite dog trainers i'm a fan from canada and ask questions every week i hope i don't irritate you oh wait, that is such hold, a canadian hold on here response oh sorry oh that, sorry i'm asking wait so that's questions. a canadian lori Oh, we can't stand her. Oh, we don't mind, Lori. She's on the show we again. Love that you're here. Okay, I'm. Not, I'm gonna look away from the screen. <laughs> I'm gonna look away from the screen. Like I hope that it doesn't irritate right. you. It does. It does. As you stand there drinking a beer, Jeez, in I your, hope you don't feel that way. Drinking a beer in your hockey uniform, you're really pissing me off. Sorry. 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 Asking so many questions. My question tonight: My dog listens on the prong and leash, but the minute I take it off to let him run in the yard, he won't listen. Is the only solution remote collar will only sit and stay if I have treats. So no, so Lori, what you need to do is this. So for thousands of years, people have been training without equipment, such as um, prong collars, remote collars. And the magic is massive amounts of repetition, massive amounts of consistency. And that's what it boils down to. So however you train, however you choose to train with tools, without tools, there's one thing you cannot get away with. And everyone thinks remote cars are shortcuts. No, they're not. Nope. You still have to use lots and lots of um, reps. Reps. Next. You can't escape it. Yep. Danielle purchased a micro prong collar for my small dog and hopes to stop leash reactivity. My dog has sensitive skin and it's causing sores on her neck. Is there another way to stop the leash reactivity? Um, for the micro prong collar, you can take nail polish and put it on the ends, take a little sock, put it on the dog's head, and then take a, well, a bonker. Bonker stops leash reactivity. There you go. Okay, can you clarify though that you're not putting a sock over the dog's head? You would cut it and make a little necklace sort of thing. 
No, it's not like back when. Like you're not putting a sock over the dog. No, it's not like a farmer who has too many puppies in the litter and they put dogs in burlap right. sacks. Right. it's like you know, I can just see never. how people be like. You put a sock over the dog. What's this thing I saw? I saw this thing on TV though, or a magazine, or an ad for dog oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. like a diaper you put on their head. Like, so they, like can't, they see, can't see the dog. They can't see the dog anymore. <laughs> they smell it though. Dogs stop. will smell the dog. Stop leash reactivity. It's like, yeah, why don't you fucking pop its eyeballs and chop off its front legs? Right. Like, it won't have leash reactivity anymore either. Leash reactivity. Just put the diaper on its head. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. I've seen that too. I yeah. think I showed it to you. Yes. Ziggy Wu, hi Jeff. Thanks so much for making yourself available. I'm a rescuer and I rescued a three-year hound husky pit, 70 pounds. That got tased by a cop, and ever since that happened, he's been lunging at strangers, yep. and it's unnerving and scary. You can feel him through the leash, ready to lunge. Yep. He sees people down the street and starts staring, freezing, growling. Right. He's walked with a basket muzzle. He was never like this with people before he got tased. He was a sweet, friendly boy, only leash. Funny. Okay, so this is the thing. Number one, if you adopted this dog at three, if you rescued this dog at three years old, how do you know he didn't have leash reactivity prior to that? Were you told by the rescue? I'd like to know how the dog got tased. Probably because he was, he was probably attacking somebody. Right. Which was probably because he was being reactive. Right. So I, I don't think the taser please, caused it. He probably was already. Police officers do not have the habit of walking up to dogs right. and tasing them. It's calmly behaved dogs. They just don't. Dogs. So, you know, but what you're going to do is you're going to, I get, already gave advice earlier on the show about how to stop leech reactivity. Same advice. Same advice. Next. Charities of what is bonking? Bonking is actually you can look it up on my on my YouTube channel. Bonking is a rolled up cotton towel. You roll it up so it looks like not like a salami. You didn't bring one. I've made one. Oh, you did. Yeah, I made one. Yep. So, um, so what a bonker is? It's a great. It's a it's a it's a correction tool. Use it to correct the dog's bad behavior. I've got a video on how to make one, and I've got a mini video on how to use one. It's made a specific way, and it's used a very specific way. Next. Um, Ziggy, I already read that. Darlene, Daylene, will bonking help a golden doodle like who likes to jump on people? Is there a good and bad way to do it? So um, bon uh, bonkers don't work on golden doodles. The only breed. That's the only breed that they don't work on. And we're trying to figure out what changes we need to make to the bonker to make it more effective on golden doodles. So I think... Um, so Daylene, I've got a yes, you can. Absolutely. That was a joke, FYI. I think you're new, Daylene. If you don't understand Jeff's sense oh, of humor. That was a joke. You can bonk the golden. Yes. Um, breed doesn't matter. I just, I just, when people mention breed, it's like, I'm a pet dog trainer. A lot of these breeds don't matter. The only thing I care about sometimes is the weight of the dog. Mm -hmm. It's like, how about what's, what's the weight of the dog? That's all I really care about sometimes. Um, um, but the breed, I'm never concerned about the breed of the dog. Other than if someone's got a Malinois and they don't really have a, and they've got a pretty sedentary lifestyle, I'm like, well, it's a Mal, you know? Um, so what you could do though, is I'd rather you watch the video on how to stop a dog from jumping and that's done with leash and prong, but you absolutely can do it with leash and bonker. Sometimes if it's a full grown golden doodle, they can get up pretty high and it's a little bit hard to bark. So sometimes, sometimes somebody can help you with that, but you absolutely can do it. But the way to bark properly is you always say no first. No is your marker word. Markers are important. Yes, deliver your reward. No, 
deliver your, your punisher. And then what I want you to do is you would deploy the bonker at the dock next. Joni, when I look at him during these situations, I notice he looks up at me with fearful eyes, like wanting to get away. So that's pretty, but that's, but that's still, it could be the dog reading you. You could be misinterpreting his eye, the way he looks. Okay. The aggression for probably talking about fear aggression. I'm just telling you, I cannot tell you how many times that is that word and that phrase is overused and not necessary. And that's not just being cold and uncaring or discounting if the dog is afraid or not. All I'm saying is the judge doesn't care why the kid got bit unless the kid was taunting it. But I cannot tell you how many people have told me my dog has fear aggression. The, what do you mean by aggression? Like, tell me about aggression. Well, it saw a dog walking by the house. It jumped over the six foot fence and it attacked it. I'm like, and it was afraid and it could have just run into the house instead. That's predatory. So, you know, either way though, either way, what, when you're ever doing aggression rehab, you have to take your heart out of it. And I know that sounds cold and uncaring, but I want your dog to survive. I don't want your dog to have to die. And with most aggressive dogs, if we can't fix these issues, they will. So I don't want us to humanize the dog, put our emotions onto the dog. I want us to be methodical with our training and our rehab, um, and you'll be successful next. Oh, here we go. Megan, dog with leash activity, getting much better. No more barking, pulling, nice. e collar and prong. Nice. She still gets aroused, starts heavily breathing, and will yep. not focus on me. Yep. I basically stim or pop her when I see a dog in an attempt to catch it, but to no avail. She just stares and won't look at me. So up your stim levels, up the levels. There's so many people that put limitations on these numbers. So many people up the levels. How high? You tell me. Get back to me on Monday and tell me. Next. Preston, suggestions for breaking a two-year-old Malinois on barking, hackles up, charging toward TV when other dogs oh, are on yeah. TV. Try remote collar, not working. Okay, so first of all, the remote collar, if it didn't work, what's the brand? Was it fit properly? It's very important with fit. Most people don't tie collars, um, tie them. Put them on snug enough. It needs to be on so snug that you cannot move the box. But what brand is it? There's some cheap-ass brands out there that suck. So we like Dogtra and eCower Technologies. They go from 0 to 100 and 0 to 127. And the reason being is because we can really dial in um, for the obedience part of it. But for the correction part of it, you're going to make it uncomfortable for the dog to do that. So how do you stop a dog from going towards racing towards the TV? Make it suck. I assure you, the dog will stop. You can also bonk. No bonk. Next. Um, patience. My two female dogs have gotten along for a long time. Then right before quarantine, they got into a fight. Now can't be together. We have slowly started to train with e-collars and muzzles. Any tips? Right before quarantine? Yeah. Do you think they predicted it? Maybe. They're like, we better fight now because there's going to be a quarantine. And last time I was quarantined, I had to go to the shelter all by myself. So if we're going to get it on, let's get it on pre-quarantine. Your dogs might actually be able to predict the future. What's that guy's name? 
that can do that? Except with an N or something? Nostradamus? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, definitely have muzzles. You definitely need, need to put in huge inhibitors into those dogs that fighting sucks. So what you're doing is you're putting those dogs into avoidance. Avoidance means they have no interest in even looking at each other. Then what you're going to do is you're going to start working on them existing together. But now you have a level of safety. They know if a dog does not know the negative consequence for fighting with another dog, they will not stop. You have got to make it very sucky. And even then, it's not enough. Why? Dogs don't care about a lot of stuff. Once you've instilled the inhibitor, now we get to start rewarding for wanted stuff. But it's a whole, this is a one-on-one -on -one consult with me. There is major rehab that goes into fighting dogs. Major rehab is the difference between taking a splinter out of your finger and brain surgery compared to teaching a sit and rehabilitating fighting dogs. Now, I'm not going to compare and insult our wonderful brain surgeons out there, but rehabbing fighting dogs, it's not easy. It takes a skill set and it takes a lot of um, information and then time and then work. Um, and there's too much to say on this show because Joel keeps ranting. Next. Best Behave Pups dog training. What time did you start tonight? Um, Eastern Standard Time because we were enjoying a nice vegan meal and it was 530 here. 8 p.m. Eastern Standard. Right. So, um, so what happened was we're like, shit, we have a show tonight, <laughs> but it didn't hit us because we were going to do it at six here, seven, you, and we're like, we can't. So yeah. we switched it to 8 PM Eastern standard time. Next. Erica said, thanks. You're welcome. David Smith. Hey, strangers been traveling. Sorry to be MIA. Damn it, David. Hope you're well heading to North Carolina to help a pit just starting to show aggression. He has no structure and it's never held accountable starting now. you know right there that alone might just stop it i cannot stress the importance of of the structure concept mm -hmm. cutting down on affection more rules more structure you'd be surprised next um alessandra do you ever suggest meds for dogs with separation anxiety or do you think obedience and remote collar work will fix it in itself Example, a dog that panics when the owners are at mm -hmm. work, drools excessively, pants, pees, wears himself out, even while in an impact crate and having been through lots of obedience. So obedience obedience isn't going to stop separation anxiety. Behavior modification will stop that separation anxiety. It's all dog training, but there's a humongous difference. It's a different skill set. So obedience is obedience. That's, that's doing a set of commands. Behavior mod is shifting the dog's mindset and how it thinks about things. You're literally modifying the dog's behavior, both physically and mentally. The problem with impact crates is they're really strong, but dogs can destroy their faces on them. I'm not anti-drug. Dogs have to be off of drugs to come into our program. 
in 2019, almost 50% of the dogs were on drugs, which is a lot of dogs that we work with. Okay. I recommend three try a low dose of anxiety meds, but without that training, they wouldn't have even gotten it that far. Just like talk therapy cannot help everybody. Behavior mod only goes so far, but a lot of this stuff can be stopped. A lot of this stuff can be stopped before the owner leaves, like what's the rest of the day look like? And then a lot of it can be stopped in the crate at night. A lot of it can be stopped in the crate when you walk outside looking through the nanny cam. And we've got very, very, very good success with that. Next. Candace, thank you for referring me to the 180 video. My dog's heel has improved so much since Monday. Good. I'm really glad that you're making improvement and it's only been five days. That's awesome. Next. Chuck, I have a pool and my two dogs will attempt to pull people out of the pool as I think they believe they are trying to rescue them. Should I use correction with them? They popped many floaties. Dogs are always uh, dogs are always good for floaty poppers. Always good. They're always good. And and I think the stores love it. In fact, if you're at the shelf and you're buying floaties and you start start out It's like definitely use this around your dogs. And they're like if you start a conversation like with the salesperson and like it comes up that you start talking about your dog, they're like you know, we can give you a price break on a dozen of these if you want. Mm -hmm. And you look at them like they're crazy. I'm like, you end up buying 12 over the course of the season to get on that price break. So what you're going to do is you absolutely can stop. They're probably circling the pool at first. Stop that. Stop all the excitement and the arousal. Stop that. Then put them in place. Reinforce place. So don't do place first. Do stopping the arousal first, then do place. Next thing you know, we just did this at our house the other day. Next thing you'll know, you'll have a dog that lies down and doesn't care. Just doesn't care. Yep, there goes the people swimming in the pool again. Next. Eric said, Thank you, Joel. I'm at the beach on vacation, Jeff. Sorry, I haven't watched every second of your posts. Well, this is the thing, Eric. Where are you? Where at I the thought beach? you were taking a. I thought you were taking a vacation. Maybe you went down. You finally went down to Aruba. Good for nice. you. Yeah. But this is the thing, Eric. You know, if you're at the beach and you're not training dogs, like you should be on our feet every day. He's on our podcast on vacation, so I'm pretty impressed with that. Right. So that means you can be on our feed. You know, I'm glad, Eric. I'm really, really glad you were able to take a break, buddy. Really, it makes me happy. It makes me really, really happy. Next. Um, Kathy B. Joel, did you get the clickers from Eric? Yes, I got a whole bag and nobody's allowed to touch them. <laughs> I'm just hoarding them all. <laughs> David, I'll pass on the legs far apart comment too. Oh, too, too easy. easy. I know. I, David, I can't take, I, I, had, I had to go for it. I had to go for it. You did. Yep. Every opportunity. Yep. David Smith, pit part two, and he hasn't bit yet. I want to help establish a training base before. He needs full ass rehab and problems. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Well, I'll tell them I'll be in South Carolina. I'll be in Hilton Head, South Carolina, uh, Halloween week weekend. Kitchen be out trick or treating this year anyway. Next. Um, Robert, love you guys. Bob in Wyoming. Wyoming, yeah. Still working with my English Mastiff. Going to be three. 
one minute everything's fine he's laying there fine a strange dog enters room he can lunge at strange dogs correct him he's okay any ideas thanks i mean you're, you're on the right path you're on the right path i would put him in a tie but put him in a tie out just make sure it's really really powerful you can probably bring down the freaking house if it was on a support beam <laughs> so so be really really careful um uh and what you want to do is start role playing it. Bring dogs. Bring dogs in the room. Bring dogs in the room. Incorrect. Next. Um, David Smith need Lori. I enjoy irritating them. LOL. And I drink too much to hang with J and J. Haha. Yeah, I know. Oh, uh, Jay Saya said, "Hey, I am Canadian." Listen, Jay Saya. Well, then you you should know that we're busting people's balls because we love up in we love Canada. We love Canada. We love Canada. We love Toronto. I love Vancouver. My favorite skincare line comes from Toronto. I know. What street What street is that on? I don't know. What's that street? I don't know. It's a cool little street, though. And all the little shops. Thank God I just order all my shit online. I know. But I remember when we went in there, you're like, holy shit. It was amazing. You're like, like, holy shit. I was just like, <laughs> I'm buying all the shit and I don't even need it. It's like, they give you a little basket. I'm like, you guys don't got bigger baskets here? Yeah. I have a stockpile going like in so on my vanity i've been buying stuff in advance because sometimes it sells out and i'm like that's right oh my god so i have like three rows of everything <laughs> i'm like i'm starting my own shop i was here. just gonna say i was gonna say so it was gonna be like you got a side gig going here like, i feel like a hoarder i'm like i'm just gonna order it because i need i don't even need it right. just, just in case right Candace, is there a way to increase my eight-month-old weimariner's confidence with the e-collar and prong collar other than desensitizing with his meals I watched the Rupert video and have been desensitizing for a week now. His confidence has increased slightly when doing desensitizing, but when it comes to time to use the e-collar or prong, his confidence goes back down. Oh, okay. I know practice makes perfect, and these things take time. I'm just wondering if there's anything else I can do. Well, yeah, just what I would start doing is just start working your dog every day. Also, just work your dog every day, more structure, hold your dog accountable, be demanding on your dog, and also do lots of stuff. But listen, it's not an equipment thing. It's, your dog might be associating the equipment with something negative. It's possible. People can associate like you put on certain shoes is something negative. Oh, you're going to work. So I might as well just saunter over to my crate. Yeah, just like just you take know? the dog out with so the equipment on. Just and, like, do stuff. Just, like, no big deal. just do stuff. Do all kinds of stuff. Next. Um, Olivia, hi guys, love your video so much. Any suggestions on introducing dogs to a new house we'll be moving to? My pit gets nervous and really relies on being in a familiar environment. So number one, I would definitely make sure that you let your know, have your dog memorize the address. So if he gets lost, he can walk up to a police officer and tell the police officer where he lives. Because it's important that that happens because sometimes you don't even know. Like, here's a good, here's a good question. Do you even know my phone number? No. Right. I don't know your phone number. I just hit Joel. Isn't that so sad? Like I used to memorize everyone. I don't know my mom's. I don't know right. any of my sisters. I know. If my phone ever got lost and I need to call somebody, you wouldn't know what to do. Yep. I'd be like, yep. I don't know how to call my family. It's like, like Linda. That's bad. I, I should really memorize it. I don't know her else. phone number. It's like, you don't know your wife's phone number. It's like, no. Like I, I just hit Linda. I know. You know. Oh, you know what I did with her though? Underneath, right underneath her name, I put wife just in case like someone found me. And it was like, like, who do we call? Like, there's a ton of people. It's like, oh, well, that says wife underneath it. So I guess we should call the wife. Shit, yeah, I'm gonna that in my phone. Yeah, for like little like titles of people. Like, call first. Favorite sister. 
<laughs> don't call this bitch. Don't call this bitch. <laughs> if I'm dead, bye. No, we're not going to say the name, but it's like, <laughs> you know who you are. All right? So what was the question? <laughs> I don't know. Can anyone else relate to that, though? <laughs> Oh, 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 new house, new house. Yeah. Yeah. So structure is really, really important. Structure is really, really, really important. So you come in the new house. First of all, a lot of people are like, oh, I just need my dog to investigate and become familiar with the whole house. No. What are you doing? Just like show and be like, the dog's going, oh, I can piss over I can there. Piss. I can piss over there. I can piss over there. Oh, I like it here. There's no rules here. I can pee like, anywhere. This is great. Ah, all these great places to piss. <laughs> Wonderful. Who knew? Who knew? Brand new flooring. Look at that. Never Time been, to break it in. Never been pissed on. It's like you get a brand new mattress and you're like, <laughs> let's break this fucker in tonight, baby. So I think um, just structure, massive structure, and actually limit the amount of real estate that they see. Next. Lori, can always count on J&J &J for interesting laugh your ass off Friday night. Oh, really? Okay, cool. I don't think we've got to say anything too funny. Oh, just disgusting. Yep. Erica, me again. Sorry. At what age do you start e-collars and phone collars? We have two puppies. One is 11 weeks and one is nine. We have been using funking successfully. Okay. So first of all, Erica, I know. So first of all, Erica, it's too late now, but what the fuck were you thinking? Getting two puppies like that together. You got your work cut out for you, but it's already done. So I'll help you. If you have asked me, Two weeks ago, I'd say, don't get the new one, but it's too late. So what I want you to do is this. Don't be in a rush. Everything you should be doing right now is the blocker is good for stopping unwanted behavior. Take their daily meals, train them one at a time. So box one up, and if it makes noise in the crate, bonk the crate. You have to be quiet while your brother or sister is, is working. And tons, it's all food. It's the dog's daily food. So food and, and clicker or marker. All its obedience. That's how we train all dogs, but especially now at this age, you're training sit, down, place, kettle up, and then don't worry about duration. Don't worry about distance right now. Don't worry about distractions right now. Just get them to go through the motions. All right. As far as the tools, but we're not going to talk about that for another month. So right now, you're going to want you to be doing tons of obedience. Next. David Smith, that was and worry, not need. Damn Siri. Whatever, David. I'm sure you meant the word need anyway. Huh? Think he said I need Lori or something, or instead of like Dan or whatever. Dan Lori. David, you're asking us questions on Siri. Are you serious? You won't even take the time to type us. I'm pretty offended. Jeez. Add that to the list of shit people are offended about. Nine ninety nine top chat from Marissa. Hi J and J. You mentioned the other day about maybe going in home consults on your upcoming road trip. Can we inquire through email located in Raleigh, North Carolina? Yes, you can inquire by email. Jeff at solidcaninetraining.com. Raleigh, North Carolina, Hilton Head, South Carolina, heading west. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe, yes. Megan, thanks, guys. See you in Toronto 2021 or 25. Yeah, whichever comes first. Who knows? Why is it so hard to get to Canada? What if you have a negative COVID test? That's what I don't understand. We've been to other countries. Like we can go to other countries. Just like, have you seen what Dubai's doing? They have like these big, like stations right at the airport, and people just line see, up, and they're like, see, bam, bam, they're like banging those like, tests out. So our the guys have like they put their arms through these like 
Oh, so they're not that. These like things. But those are just the antigen tests. Then. Like gloves. Yes. But they're like built into the wall. Yes. So there's no contact. So they right. put their arms so in. It's, 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 sort of like a, <laughs> it's, it's like a production it's, line. It's like, it's like glory, it's a bunch of glory holes for it's COVID. Like, he's got these big blue gloves on and he just sticks it into the wall. And there's a glass thing. Right. And you just like. If you guys know what a glory hole is, just look it up. <laughs> so the only the first thing I appreciate. <laughs> Wow, that's so just like. I feel very strongly that airports should have COVID testing stations. It takes 15 minutes yes. if you can do the rapid PCR. Yes. Yep. And you just like, it. yep. And thank you, CVS, for letting me do it myself because the other guy that did it touched my brain with that shit and it was painful. Oh, stop it. It was so painful. Stop it. Um, Joni said, haha, jumps over the fence. I completely understand. Thank you. You're welcome. Lisa, hi Jeff. Have you ever seen a dog bark through a bark collar because it was so upset to the point it screamed? Okay, it was not upset. You're humanizing the dog. Yes, dogs will bark if it's set too high. They bark, scream, it gets activated. They bark, scream, bark, scream. That's why the setting on it is very, very important. Next. Candace, one more question for me tonight. My dog's skin seems sensitive to his e-collar. He gets little sores on his neck. I have the mini educator and I make sure to switch the sides every two to three hours. Mm. Wondering if there's anything else I can do for his sensitive skin. You can get, you can get a nickel free contact points next. Mm. Purely balanced canine. Hi Jeff and Joelle, would you recommend correcting a six month old GSD for playing too rough with a 20 pound three year old terrier mix? Our GSD is pushy, correct, and just teach to exist calmly. Thank you. So a lot of it has to do with how does the 20-pound terrier mix feel about all this? Hold on, there's more. Oh. Should I not allow them to play at all because of the size difference and potential for injury? No, I, I have a I there's I should just I should just post a bunch of pictures of, of, of Coco, our Chihuahua, interacting with our German shepherds. I mean Are those the pictures you have in the center. There's one. Yeah. 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 So it's like they're like Play like, on the same tug toy. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. And and the Chihuahua won every time. And you know that those. What shepherd was that? That was Uma. Wow, what a great dog. Yeah, and Uma's got a bite that you don't want to get be on the other end of. She was bite trained. So, I mean, th that's a dog that could literally like whip like. I know. Do one of them. They're both like, literally holding on to a tug toy. Yeah. And she's like being all gentle. Yeah, she'd get down on her, she'd get down on her belly and like be like, I'll pretend to play tug and pretend you're winning and yeah. Oh yeah, she was really good. Wow. Yeah, she was good. She was good. Um, so, you know, what's the? I would definitely teach the dog how to stop playing. So you can start, you can stop. That's important. But also, is it mutual? Are they mutually playing? You know, you know. This is one instance where probably size doesn't matter. Next. Um, is that new or old? This touch. That's old, mm. right? Mm -hmm. Um, purely balanced canine. Oh, I already read that. Mm -hmm. Alessandra said, "Thank you, very helpful." You're welcome, Chuck. Perfect, thank you. I was doing place first. Got, ah. got it. Yeah. Always remember when you're stopping a wanted behavior, don't use obedience to stop it. Apply your punisher, and then you can use obedience next. David said, "And how was the island? Looked amazing." It was fantastic. In fact, we should get a video up of of that island. Mm -hmm. Yeah. To plug to also plug where we stayed because it was they were fantastic hosts. Yeah. Fantastic hosts. And right now, Turks and Caicos is being negatively slammed. Yeah. Like we don't I don't do resorts, but um like beaches and which one is closed? Beaches? 
Say all of them. Like yeah. All the big resorts yeah. are closed. Or they're at 10% occupancy during the prime season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just like, they're, they're, but it's also really hard to get out of the island. If anybody wants to go to Turks and Caicos and needs to know how to get on the island, you have a five day window. We'll tell you exactly how to do it. Next. Um, Melissa posted a link to my Patreon channel. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, everyone check out um, Joelle's Patreon channel. It's fantastic. She's actually a coach, fitness coach, and um, great workouts. Um, You don't have to hire her, but just joining the channel and watching the workouts. They're fantastic. They will, they will, 10 bucks a month, weekly workouts. They will will beat you and not beat you by like slinging lots of weights. But just by using a lot of your own body weights, there's definitely they'll weight, definitely push you. But huh. they're gonna push you. They're gonna be like, but Joel teaches for more performance sports Function, functioning. That's like instead of like you, you will atone, you will lose weight. But it's like, but it's functioning. Mm-hmm. Like bodybuilders can't run too many five Ks. Do you know what I mean? So next, nothing against bodybuilders, guys. Um, Savannah, thank you for empowering me to take initiative and be my own trainer. I feel so confident after educating myself with your videos. I love your philosophy and good vibes. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome, Savannah. Savannah, so number one, Savannah, thank you for consuming it, but thank you for acting on it. Because this is this is why everybody like it blows my mind that dog trainers are trying to like like no, I mean, like for instance, I did say to somebody tonight that you will do one-on-one consult, not because there's secret information about stopping a dog fight. It just takes so long. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I can do a whole podcast on that if you want me to for free. But, but this concept of like, I will only tell you a certain amount, and then you have to pay for the rest. Yeah, it's like like some clickbait. It's like shit. there's no secret, and the reason why there's no secret is because most people won't act on it. There's not like one formula. It's so dependent on the dog when you're rehabbing right. aggression. Well, regression, yeah. But I mean, a lot of our statements we make why paint breast strokes because it works on most dogs. But but rehabbing aggression, there's that's like, like a whole other thing. There's like three ends of the, of the spectrum. You have like your really like submissive, nervous dog. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then in the middle, you have like your kind of average. It's like, I don't know anything and I'm going to act bad until I know better mm-hmm. and then you have like your super aggressive like mm-hmm. intense dogs mm. so our stuff is more in the middle just like yeah so your average dog right. doesn't really know anything right um Helga said so effing funny y'all who's making jokes you? me David Smith association is for sure when Rocky sees me put trunks on he knows we're going right and amps exactly 100% exactly they know they know your shoes for sure shoes they know yep yep Sarah I have an important question okay you should ask Uh, it (laughs) on Sunday oh there we go he had a knuckle bone never had before and my daughter went to pet him and he got her on the hand I believe my daughter is now a stressor for him because he knows he hurt her because on Tuesday evening he was under the table with no way to get out and bit her again when she walked up to the table to get food. Meanwhile, Monday evening, he was on the bed cuddling with her, but also free to leave at any time. Everyone that knows Mojo knows how sweet and fun he is. I am. Okay, so let's just stop right there and let's address those things. So first of all, this is where parenting education comes in. So I'm gonna call you on this stuff and I'm a father of seven and I'm not calling you on this stuff to make you sound like a bad parent. I'm calling on this stuff to save the life of your dog and prevent PTSD and harm from your child, okay? Never allow a child to go up and pet a doggy that's eating anything. 
okay? Stop letting your dog hide under tables, especially if there's food sources above it. Third, get your dog out of the bed with your daughter, okay? Even the kindest, sweetest, nicest dogs will attack over resources, will attack when they're cornered, okay? There's, don't put emotion behind it, do critical thinking, and we have ways to stop all that. But you have to also then do human education as well. I say this with care and love in my heart, and not to make you look bad, but to make you feel bad. I say this to prevent anything further from happening, and all of these things can be resolved. Okay, next. Uh, $5 top chat from Best Behave Pups. Hi, Jane J. Got your contact request for my website. Week was crazy, but we'll call you the beginning of next week. Are you headed back to Rhode Island? Did I reach out to you? Or did you reach to me? I don't know. Got your contact request from website. Oh, oh, from our website. Maybe someone attempted to. Because I know. Um, okay. Yeah, I'll be back in Rhode Island on Monday night. Yes. But I, but I see all my emails from here. Wherever I am, I get my emails. Next. Um, it's 9 o'clock. Okay. okay, so it's 9 o'clock. Sorry, guys. We have to stop the questions. And um, I want everybody to know that um, I thank you so much for tuning in. Really, really appreciate it. Great to be here in Nashville, Tennessee. Didn't run into Ben Shapiro and his crew, but yeah. too bad. You know, we'll go again tomorrow. Yeah, we could have found some kosher restaurants for you. And um, there's no kosher barbecue that we found. Um, and then also um, excited for all the folks coming to the seminar tomorrow. It should be a good time. And then don't forget, Chicago is coming up, and we're going to rock and roll in Chicago. Tomorrow also, we've got a great one with Jeff Dugos Deep. And um, excited about getting that, you know, out there. All right. Talk to everybody later. Bye-bye. Love Bye. you. Bye.